I'm Jamelyn Steffen, and this is Want to Want It, episode number 45, How to Receive. Welcome to Want to Want It, a podcast for women of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints who are ready to ignite not only their sexual desire, but all of their desires to create a more fulfilling life and marriage. I'm Jamelyn Steffen. I'm a certified life coach, a wife, and a mother of seven children. I'm excited to share my personal journey to desire with you and teach you how to desire more as well. Merry Christmas, everybody. I feel like I have to say that because next week my podcast is coming out after Christmas. And so I want to say Merry Christmas to you. And I hope that December has been fantastic. And I hope that it ends fantastic for you. If you don't celebrate Christmas, happy holidays. Enjoy any time off that you get and time with your family and all the things that you're looking forward to. This is definitely one of my most favorite times of year. I love Christmas so much. I love the music and the decorations. I love the movies, the traditions, the snow. I love Santa Claus. And I also love the opportunity to kind of have this complete unapologetic focus on our Savior Jesus Christ. We often refer to Christmas as the season of giving. More than one Christmas movie or book tells us that it is better to give than it is to receive. And I have spent the last few years really contemplating this. Like, isn't it truly better to give than it is to receive? What if we're wrong about that? What if it's just as important to receive as it is to give? So every summer, our family vacations in Waterton National Park. And I'm sure that many of you also have a favorite lake that you go to to hike to or water ski or visit often. So this is a very large lake in the mountains of Canada in the Rockies. And as you drive into the national park, you actually cross a bridge where the lake ends and the Waterton River begins. Now this river flows out of the lake into the reservoir where it's held for when they need water later. Now, the amazing thing is that Waterton Lake, although it sends this constant flow of water down the river, never runs out of water. It always has water to give. And the water it gives is so vital for all of the farmers and the ranchers and the towns that are downstream. They really, really appreciate the generosity of the lake. But the only reason that the lake can give so generously is because it receives so abundantly. Waterfalls and streams and rivers and snowpacks, all of these things create water that flow out of the mountains surrounding the lake and keep it full of water all the time. And we see this pattern in other parts of nature. Think about an apple tree. It has to receive nutrients from the soil. It has to receive from the sun and from the rain and all of these things it has to receive so that it can grow and give fruit. Our brain, our brain has to be willing to receive blood from the rest of our body before it can give us thought or motor control. So it really seems to me that receiving is actually essential to giving. Now, I think if I were to take 100 people and put them in a room and ask, okay, which do you prefer? Do you prefer to give or do you prefer to receive? I'm willing to bet that the majority of the people in that room would say that they prefer to give. Now, when I'm referring to receiving, I'm not talking about taking from others, Right? If you feel entitled to receive something, or like you're owed something, or that you have every right to take something, 
This is not the kind of receiving that I'm talking about. I'm talking about being given something and then being open to accepting it fully. I also want you to see that many of us claim that we are not good at receiving from others, but I want you to see that it's not necessarily that we're not good at receiving from others, it's we're not good at receiving goodness from others. Many of us are actually really expert at receiving criticism, judgment, neglect, like all sorts of negative things from other people. Someone offers us a negative thought about ourselves and so often we just take it right in. Or we say such awful things to ourselves that we just totally embrace. I just coached a woman this morning who is determined that she is a failure as a mother. Her brain offered her that story and she just completely received it. So it isn't really that we aren't good at receiving at all. We just aren't good at receiving all the good that is offered to us. And some of us, especially the people pleasers out there, think that self-denial is goodness, right? This I don't need, I don't have to have, I can go without. We think we are better if we don't allow ourselves to receive goodness from others or even from ourselves. We think we're just like, I don't know, so advanced or so righteous almost if we deny ourselves the offering of others around us. But all we're really doing is holding ourselves back from having more goodness in our life. And honestly, I think this is something we should all start to get a little more selfish about. I don't know, maybe selfish isn't the best word to use here, but I think we should all open ourselves up to all the goodness the world wants to give us. Remember the analogy of the lake. The more goodness and light we take in, the more we have to give. So why is it so hard for us to receive then? The bottom line is, I think it's just uncomfortable. And why is it uncomfortable? Mostly because of what we are thinking about receiving, right? We think something about it and it gives us that feeling of discomfort. So here are some thoughts that maybe you have about receiving. This is certainly not a complete list, but these were some that I know that I have had. Number one, I don't want to be a burden to someone. I don't want to put somebody out. I don't want to feel like someone is putting themselves out for me. Or number two, I feel really weak if I have to ask for help. Number three, if I'm open to receiving from other people, does that mean that I'm actually an entitled, selfish person? If I actually am okay to receive? Number four, what's going to be expected of me if I willingly take this? Like, are there strings attached? Have you ever felt like that? Number five, Are they giving because they feel like they have to, and so they're actually kind of bitter about what's going on here? Number six, I'm not worthy of this. Does that come up for you when someone is trying to give you something or offer a service or pay you a compliment? Okay, so our thoughts about our worthiness or about whether or not we are a burden to somebody else, those are going to make us really resistant to receiving. Also, if we worry that the other person has some kind of ulterior motive for their gift or their compliment, we're not going to be open to receive it. Now, there may be times when someone is not being genuine and you might actually be onto them and then it's fine. You don't have to receive from them because that's just good judgment. But what I'm talking about is when someone is offering you genuine goodness, but you push it away because you refuse to manage your mind and you get caught up in silly stories that there's strings attached to this and they don't really mean it and they're only doing this because they think they should. That's not helpful. Now, another reason that receiving can feel so uncomfortable is because it feels like we have less control. This is really fascinating, right? When we are giving to someone, whether it's a gift or a kind word, 
it is completely within our control. But someone else trying to give to us can feel out of our control. So I remember having this really kind man one day. He just stopped beside me on the street and paid me a very, what I felt was a very generous compliment. And I went into total panic mode. I had no idea what to say. I was thrown completely off guard by it. And I felt like the situation was completely out of control in that moment. And because I was not practiced at receiving, I literally did not know what to do or say. So sometimes it feels uncomfortable to receive because it feels like we actually have less control of the situation. But I think one of the biggest reasons receiving feels so uncomfortable is because we feel like we are so exposed and vulnerable somehow. Certainly in that moment with that man, I felt exposed. Like the people who were with me were all looking at me, waiting for me to respond. I felt really seen. And if you're like me, you don't like to be the center of attention. I am a fly below the radar kind of girl most of the time. So being on the receiving end of someone's kindness and generosity feels like I am very seen and that is really uncomfortable. And it can also make us feel very vulnerable, right? Same thing, very exposed. If someone is giving to us something they believe we need and most likely we do need. So when we're giving to others, it's easier for us to feel like we're strong and capable and we don't need anything when we're the giver. But when we are struggling and someone reaches out to give to us, it can feel very vulnerable. So recently I received news as I was sitting in church that my son's really good friend, her mother had just passed away and I instantly burst into tears. I couldn't stop. I, I tried to kind of keep my head down and my hair across my face, but sure enough, this beautiful, awesome woman behind me tapped me on my shoulder and offered me a package of Kleenexes. Now, my first thought was, oh my goodness, I've been spotted. I'm having a breakdown. I wonder what she thinks is going on or what she thinks about me. Like I totally felt so seen and embarrassed and so vulnerable in that moment. But I have been trying to practice receiving a little more and I really did gratefully take that Kleenex and clean up my face because I so appreciated her, her thoughtfulness, but it was hard to feel so vulnerable in that moment. I remember when we were moving our family back to Canada after living in New Zealand for a year, and we arrived in the middle of a very cold December and found that the house we had rented was all loaded with our stuff, mostly unpacked, and all our Christmas decorations, including our tree, was already up and ready for us. It was the kindest service that our families had done for us. But all I could focus on was how bad I felt that my family had to do all that work for us so that we could have a home to come back to. The truth was, we were exhausted after packing up and traveling and the jet lag. We had these tiny kids. I mean, we had some teenagers, but we had these three kids that were under five and all of them like still in diapers, all needy, just a really tough time. And honestly, we didn't want to face all of the unpacking and setting up in the cold and with all these kids at our feet. We really needed that service, but it was hard to receive because it made me feel so vulnerable. My family obviously understood my human limitations, but I, for some reason, didn't want them to see it. We're so funny that way. I really love this quote that is kind of a paraphrased quote from Eric Fromm. Here's what he says. The trouble in the world is not that there is too little love, but that there is too little willingness to receive the love that is available to us. It's just so true. Okay, so why should we receive? I want to give you some reasons why it is actually beneficial to learn to receive. Okay, so the first one is, 
It's really important in our self-development and in our relationship with ourself to learn how to receive. Learning to receive actually expands your heart. It opens it up, okay? This is good for us. It also forces you to have to deal with discomfort. Our life is full of uncomfortable things and it is good to learn how to allow discomfort while you are still receiving. Willingly receiving helps you start to believe in your own self-worth as well and to actually believe that you are worthy of receiving goodness. The practice of receiving, just being open and willing to try and receive starts to tell your brain a new story about yourself and your worth. Receiving goodness is also an act of self-compassion and self-respect. And it helps your self-development because you have to acknowledge that no man is an island and that you actually do sometimes need help or support. And it takes you away from that pride that says, I can do it all myself all the time to more of that humility of, I need other people and they need me. Another reason why it's really beneficial to learn to receive is it's important in your sexual development and in your intimate relationship to learn to receive. Great sex requires giving, but it also requires receiving. If you put yourself in a position in your intimate relationship where you only give, you are missing out and your relationship is most likely not as intimate as it could be. Some people put themselves in this position of being the main giver in their love life as a way to control those sexual encounters and as a way to kind of reduce their own exposure in those moments. It keeps them hidden and away from focus. Learning to tolerate being given to sexually requires growth and that is good for us. Okay, here's the third reason that I think it's actually beneficial to learn how to receive. It allows someone else to have a positive effect on your life. There is so much goodness and light and positivity and love in the world that others want to give to you. Why would any of us ever want to shun that? Think of the lake analogy again. You want all that goodness to flow into you so you can send it back out. Another reason I think it's so good to learn to receive is it actually requires strength to be able to fully receive from another and to acknowledge the good things that they give you. So as you practice receiving, you are actually becoming a stronger person and more solid in yourself. When we are open to receiving, we honestly will be more happy, more productive, and more loving, and then we will have more of that to share with others. And one of the last reasons why I think it is so good for us to learn to receive is it is actually a form of giving to receive willingly. So have you ever tried to give to someone who would not receive from you? I think many of us have had experiences like that. What was it like for you? I know for me, it was really frustrating. So I have a 14-year-old daughter right now who finds it very difficult to take a compliment. And I get it. Like, I have been there in my life, and certainly at 14. But she also really desperately wants to know that she's good enough. So... She wants to know she looks good, but when I say, hey, you look so nice today, she comes back with all the reasons that she doesn't look good and how I'm just saying that because I'm her mom and I have to say that. And she just has this whole story. Now, I use this example because I think we can all relate a little bit, but how many of us as adults do similar things? How many of us are unwilling to receive? What a gift it is to me when I say to her, you look so awesome today. And she says, thanks, mom. And I can see in her face that she is really receiving that compliment. In receiving what I'm offering her, she is actually giving something back to me. She is acknowledging my efforts and showing gratitude, which gives back to me. So when we receive willingly, we are actually giving back to that person at the same time. 
So I have come to see that receiving is actually a skill that we have to learn. And I've neglected learning that skill well because I believed that giving was somehow morally superior to receiving. I didn't realize that my inability to receive was actually decreasing my capacity to give. Now I am slowly, almost painfully, learning how to receive all that is good from those around me. I have really had to come to accept that it is uncomfortable sometimes, and that's okay. I can feel uncomfortable. And at the same time, I can feel the love and the gratitude that my giver desires me to feel. So here are some tips on how to learn the skill of receiving. So first, just accept that you're a human and that you have limited capacity and that you need connection and help from other people. Just accept that you need their goodness and it's all okay and they need yours. Okay, the next thing is I want you to watch for the true generosity. Now, you most likely already recognize the fact that goodness offered to you is not owed to you. So now you can just accept that it is given to you freely. See the generosity of others. Really open your eyes to it. Number three, acknowledge the good things in your life and the good that people are giving to you. So actually acknowledge it. And the best way to do that is gratitude. Gratitude is actually a form of receiving because it is acknowledgement of what is being given to you and shows that you actually are receiving it and are grateful for it. And the last thing, just be open to letting it all in. Give yourself a little pep talk and then commit to opening up to receiving all that the people out there want to give you and share with you. Just be willing to try it out. Be willing to fail at this. I want you to start to pay more attention to all that you are actually receiving from others already, but now I want you to really receive it by acknowledging it and showing gratitude for it and not pushing it away. Open yourself to actually having it. It is the season of giving, which means you are going to have the opportunity to give to many people, but it is also the season of receiving. People want to give to you this season. And my challenge to you is to be open to all of it, even if it's imperfect, even if you feel uncomfortable, even if it brings up all your insecurities. Open yourself up to taking the goodness that people are offering you and loving it and loving them. This will be a game changer for you, especially if you have been so resistant to this. I promise. Have a merry, merry Christmas, everybody. I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening today. If you like what you hear on the podcast and you'd like to learn more, feel free to head over to my website, jamelinsteffincoaching.com or find me on Instagram or Facebook at jamelinsteffincoaching.com.